Well, hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Revelation Wellness Podcast. Can I tell you just how grateful I am that you are here and that you tune in each week to listen? I just got done listening to a speak pipe, which is a message that you can leave for me to hear. I just heard one from this fabulous, wonderful lady telling us how blessed she was by this week's podcast. So I would love it. Uh, Just so you know, you can swipe up on the show notes. There's a little link for you to leave us a message. You can ask a question. You can say whatever you want. I listen to them and it just is so lovely. So that was a side note. That one is for free. Today, today on the podcast, we have Becky Straley. Becky is an artist. Um, She is on Farm Girl Paints at the website Farm Girl Paints. She's on Instagram and we're going to talk art today. Why not? Let's talk art. Y'all know it's near and dear to my heart to get my wonder up to keep beauty alive. Y'all, it is part of your design. You were made by a creative God for creation itself. And I know some of you would say, well, I stick to the spreadsheets and that's your bend. Fantastic. That is art to me in many ways. But still, it's so good for us to go and look and find beauty in the world, not to be so critical and seeing only the things that are going wrong. What's around us going right? It is good for your soul. It is good for your mental health. It can lower blood pressure. It can increase your immune system. So this is part of living a well life. And we're going to talk about art today. Not only that, though, Becky is also talking about her story of obedience. So we're going to talk a little bit about idolatry as well. Come on. Who who am I talking to? We got to talk about it when God calls us out of places that are no longer serving us or giving us the joy that he wants for us to have. So Becky's going to share her story of just obedience, of following God, following God into the creative space. And this is going to speak to everyone, I promise you. Not only that, but Becky is a Revelation Wellness graduate. She graduated from Platoon 27, and right now we are enrolling Platoon 30. And you're going to hear Becky say how, like, God, what are you doing? I'm not going to like go out and be a personal trainer. But you'll also hear why it's important for her to connect to her body and actually how it's helping her to reframe how she will show up and serve with her gift of art in the future. It's so cool. God's doing great things, guys. He he wants out of the box. Let's take him out today. Let's have uh, let's gaze upon him with beauty and wonder. And if you are considering Revelation Wellness Instructor Training, it is time for you to get in. The early bird registration fee ends on February 23rd. So don't delay. We are still going strong after 12 years. You know, it was the very first thing I did was create this leadership and training program for people who want to go out and spread these practices of mental and physical health, redefine fitness with us, redefine beauty, value, worth, what our bodies are for. Don't relegate that to other people. Find out for yourself. Find your own body language of how you embody faith. And you will do that when you come through instructor training. So swipe up on the show notes, hit the link, and I cannot wait to see you in that class. We will be kicking off soon, Platoon 30. Oh my goodness, I can't believe it's been this long. It's such good, such good stuff. We're not stopping now. Thank you to our donors 
Thank you for everyone who makes it possible as you give monthly. We can keep this podcast going and doing all the wonderful things of bringing wholehearted faith alive in the bodies of God's people. We love you. Take care. Peace. Becky Straley. Yes. Welcome to the Revelation <laughs> Wellness Podcast. I said it right, huh? You did. You did. I know. They, they actually have notes here. Pronounced like <laughs> daily. Yeah. Straley. That's a perfect. I have to do that with my name because people say, how, how do you say your name? I always say a house, a car, a dog, a Lisa. So they get that it's just oh, Lisa okay, and gotcha. friend. Yeah, it's super easy. So it's a little tricky. It can be. Welcome to the uh, podcast, Revelation, <laughs> Revelation Wellness, Becky. Thank you for having me. I know you've been super busy. <laughs> wow, well, yes, but we've been excited. You, uh, as I said in the bumper, you guys are coming in, introducing Becky is an artist. Was uh, What would you say? Would you say artist or what? How would you describe yourself in your own language? Um... Well, I'm not trained as an artist. I'm not trained as a writer. I just, I just, I'm obedient. <laughs> I'm just obedient. How about that? Yeah. Tell, okay. So you're yeah. in Nashville right now. Are you in yes. Nashville? How's the weather yes. in Nashville? Well, we just had an ice storm. So everything is covered and covered in ice. And oh, crazy, <laughs> crazy weather. Does that kind of weather inspire you creatively or make it you want to just, oh, it does. Oh, it does. Nature, the Lord really, really speaks to me through nature and beauty and everything is just stunningly beautiful right now. Why? So I don't know when things are ice, are they just like clear or what do you see when you look at an ice covered landscape? Oh, I just, it's just, everything's frozen in time. You know, mm. it's just encapsulated. Um, all my pansies right now, I had pansies planted and they're all just frozen solid. Oh, that's <laughs> they're just, cool. They're gorgeous. Pine cones, frozen solid. It's just beauty. Okay. That's yeah. cool. I can it's a new way of looking that. at it. Yeah. See, I live in the desert. We never yeah. see anything covered in ice. I'm like, okay, now that you explain yeah. that to me, my, my brain went there. So mm-hmm. Rev community, some of you may or may not know this, but I'm a, I'm a big beauty junkie, beauty and wonder. It's one of the ways that I feel that I can stay well in my soul. Otherwise I just get stuck in my head. I need to get into my soul and wonder. Mm -hmm. And so that's why we wanted to have you today is to kind of, we'll get to that point of just pull us out. You already drew me in talking about like frozen in time (laughs) and seeing this ice landscape. Yeah. Cause some people could probably leave their house today in Nashville and just be annoyed by what they see and miss it right? How often do we do yeah. that? I don't have to leave. So that helps. <laughs> that does help. Yeah. You don't have to scrape the ice off of your windshield and take a good 20 minutes for the thing. to mm-hmm. That's true. That's it. <laughs> all right. So mercy and grace to all of you who are like, Oh, I can't stand the ice. We, yeah. Like, I wouldn't want to drive on it. No, <laughs> for sure. Uh, so tell us a little history of you, like being obedient. Um, I think I've, I've, you, she's written a book, you guys talks about the story of leaving a very kind of successful or predictable role and career to come and be an artist. Will you tell people a little bit about that? Well, um, yeah, I had a really successful stamping business. I stamped cuffs, leather cuffs, and I did that for many, many years. And it was just just overwhelmingly successful. And, um, I just, how did you fall into that? Like, how does one say I'm going to stamp cuffs and then it takes off? Yeah. I I took a class and I used to live in Minneapolis and I took a stamping class and this was before cuffs were kind of a thing. And I went all by myself. I just felt led to go to this. I love words. And so I went and I learned how to hand stamp jewelry. Mm -hmm. 
And so then this is before cups really were out there. And so I was like, this would be really cool on a, on a bracelet or something. And so I figured out how to take leather belts and to make them into um, bracelets. And so I made them for myself and then all my friends wanted one. And that was right at the beginning of Instagram when I joined in and then just people started sharing them and it wow. just took off. Wow. So it was a big deal. <laughs> it was a lot okay. of work. So I stamped. Yeah. I had a helper that helped me stamp and we, we were busy, very, very and, busy. And you did that for how many years? Um, 10, 10, okay. 11 years. And then I, um, the Lord told me to lay it down. And Why? I, like, I mean, cause I was wrapped up in it. Like my identity was very oh, much. There it is. Yeah. Yeah. I was, I'm kind of a workaholic, kind of an all or nothing kind of gal and um, very purposeful. I have to have to-do lists and checklists and it, it kind of ran me. I hate to say that, but it did. And so mm. laying it down felt like, how, how do I do that? How do I let that go? But um, he knew, he knew what he was doing. Obviously um, a few months later, my dad died. Mm. And so I was in this season of quiet for a reason. I didn't know what was coming because we didn't know he was going to die. And so I needed that time to grieve and for him to unfurl. That was my word, you know, the mm. year of unfurl. I had a, a very distinct vision of, well, I heard it. I heard this snap, like, you know, like a sail when it opens up on, on a sailboat. It, the wind takes it and it snaps. I heard yeah. that sound and he gave me the word unfurl. And that's exactly, and it, at his funeral, the, the tent that we were sitting under did that. Wow. That's snapped. Amazing. And my mom grabbed my hand because she knew that that was the word for me that year. And wow, it was Such just a... amazing. And so he did, he just slowly filled the sail and showed me what to do. And he brought me into that love letter season where I wrote love letters. And it was just weird because my, my people didn't really know what I was doing. I was doing something completely different. Explain then, love letters. So for two and a half years, I had a subscription box and every month the Lord dropped a word to me. He just gave me kind of a theme and um, I didn't plan these ahead of time. He just through nature and through painting. A lot of times I would have a dream and <clears throat> I would wake up and I'd paint the, paint the dream and then he would give me the words later and they became these love letters. And so I, I had subscribers and it was very much a listening, being honed in to the Holy spirit and just being spirit led. And it was, it was hard <laughs> to be honest, because I didn't want to get in the way. I wanted to really give this an open hand thing, you know, that he was doing. And so I did that for two and a half years. So I, I, people had only bought jewelry from me and now I was painting, painting the jewelry, stamping the jewelry, writing a, a, a love letter. And you, but, and but you put the, the painting on the cuff. I did. Okay. I did. I feel like now, now I'm like, oh, I've seen this. Does Honey Holden, do you? Oh, yeah. Honey's yeah, my honey. biggest cheerleaders. <laughs> yeah, love She's Honey. Great. Hi, Honey. Shout out to Honey. I don't know if she listens, but love her. You know Honey. I love yeah. Honey. Okay, yeah. so the, you made the cuffs, the love letters, and, and then the you art. did. And there the was art. art with it too. And it was a word that you felt like. Yeah. I did see that. And then you did that for how long? Or are you still doing those now? I did that for two and a half years. Okay. And then, then what, why did the Lord tell you to stop doing that? <laughs> well, you'll find out. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, um, first of all, someone approached me to do a book and I, I was, I'll be honest. I didn't want to, <laughs> I, 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 
I felt like it was a big distraction. It seemed like too much work. It, I, I felt vulnerable and um, like I wasn't a good enough writer. I, I felt like putting myself out there in the world. You know, I'm not a Bible scholar. I was like, mm-hmm. they're going to tear me apart. You know how the Christians can be the worst, right? Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm going to just open myself up to a bunch of criticism. Mm-hmm. And it was just scary. And I, I, through the whole thing, through the book proposal, I kept thinking, oh, this isn't going to happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'll be, that'll be okay. And I won't have to do it. And then it just kept going farther. I was like, okay. And I, I almost backed out so many times. I'm not even kidding. Just because of fear, you know? Yeah. Um, and I'm not, I don't like to do speaking things. And I don't like, you know, I'm like everything that they would want you to do as an author. I'm like, I don't want to do any of that. And, and um, I actually had a, a conversation with Honey. And she's like, um, that's, that's kind of a pride thing. You're, you are getting Ooh, in the way. Yeah. yeah. She's like, you're getting in the way of an opportunity the Lord is bringing you. And by being insecure, that's you. It's prideful. And, and I was like, oh snap okay and I, I am like no okay then I'm just doing it I'm gonna do it if it comes to me then I'm just gonna do it and so it kept coming it's coming and so I was in the middle of working on that and then revelation wellness came uh-huh. and I jumped on board with you guys and did the training to be a you know personal trainer uh-huh. which was so weird because Right. I, You're like, what yeah. am I doing? What am I doing? How many times we hear that? Yeah. Yeah. Cause I had no intention of actually becoming a personal trainer. I was like, this yeah. is really weird. And I'm really busy. I'm writing a book. I'm, my business is still going. Yeah. And then I went through your study yeah. about Nehemiah. Yeah. And huh. yeah. And it just zinged my heart. And I was mm-hmm. like that part where they took a sabbatical. Mm-hmm. I just read that and I was like, oh my gosh, like every little fiber in my body just mm-hmm. you're supposed to do that. And mm-hmm. so he had me lay down the love letters in a complete act of obedience from your tell me why that didn't happen. You know, why did yeah, I happen? Sorry about that. Sorry, not sorry. Oh, it's okay. It was so good because I, I hadn't read I had probably read me in my years ago, but I hadn't read it. Study it. Yeah. Yeah. And it just touched my heart. And I was like, and I had felt that nudge before, but I just ignored it, you know, because I can't, who can just walk away from your business, you know? Mm-hmm. So I put it down, didn't touch cuffs for a year. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, the book launched and all of that. And now I'm kind of like, what's next? I'm still in that kind of waiting. And I know he's got some, something, but I am in that uncomfortable in between, yeah. you know? Yeah. 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 So, Your book is titled yeah. Seeing God in the Sweet Ordinary. Yeah. Correct? And yes. what, what, who's that book for? Well, it's definitely for me. <laughs> yeah, you go. That's true. It's yeah. For me, but um, for everybody, it's for everybody. Um, I wrote it based on my, well, for years ago, I did a blog and I was walking through depression. My girls were little, we were living in Minnesota, cold. Hmm dark, just blue, struggling with every day. And I started just picking up my camera and writing what I saw and looking for the things to be grateful for. And he changed my perspective. And um, I just started seeing him in everything. Like there were Mm -hmm. life lessons in every little thing. Mm -hmm. And so that's where the seeing God in the sweet ordinary came from. That's who the book for. So the book is for someone who needs some eyes to see. Right. Like kind of going back to, do I see 
a problem getting to work in the ice on the ground or do I see the beauty of a frozen pine cone Mm -hmm, and a frozen petunia? Wow. So true. (laughs) So then (laughs) Becky, what pansy, what do you do (laughs) Becky to like keep your fuel of wonder going and like, cause I know I'm trying to put my, my, I always, when I do these interviews, I'm listening for our listener. And I know that there are people who struggle to even really acknowledge beauty, want to see beauty. They don't think they're an artist. They, someone Uh told them you're not creative. And so they kind of miss that whole side of who God is because God is Uh creative. God is beauty. Uh But would you, what do you say to them? Um, don't try so hard. (laughs) Wow. Great. Great. Yeah. Just stop trying. Just, just, um, for me taking a walk yeah just that's so good it's just like how can you not see beauty I mean it just comes to you if you just go out into nature Mm. and you and you even attempt to look for it it's there I think you just have to ask for eyes to see and he will open your eyes to see it you know that's a good word you guys just for the listeners there's so much research behind this of a healthy mindset brain a soul that and even blood pressure going down that when you can look around and like look at your expanse and take it in we were created Mm -hmm. we were created in a garden we were created Mm -hmm. in beauty and to neglect any type of input of that is is really to live a half abundant life so I love that idea of going out for a walk I try uh-huh. to get out of my office once a day to just go for uh-huh. a walk, not, Hey, I want everyone to hear this, this is why we do our walking uh-huh. the words of Jesus and our walking prayer, walking, not running. Cause when you're running, uh-huh. it's moving too fast yes. and there's nothing wrong with running. I mean, the joy of the Lord, it feels great. Do that. But we get kind of myopic when we're running where our vision gets narrow. But if you go for a walk and you okay. look up every time I go for a walk, I'll find birds sitting in a tree teeny tiny little birds, birds that I would have just walked right by and never paid attention to. And uh, we just had John Tyson on the podcast and he's like, yeah, this is like, you know, bird watching itself is a whole spiritual (laughs) discipline just to watch it. Like your heart will expand as you, you know, begin to consider the lilies of the field and the birds Mm -hmm. in the air. It does connect us to God. So I love that. And, and kind of seek it out. Like I have five bird feeders in my backyard because I am mm-hmm. inviting those birds in because mm-hmm. they bring me so much joy. I mean, there's nothing happier than to listen to a bird sing. You know, that reminds <laughs> me, a friend of mine bought me a bird feeder for my birthday, like a few years ago. And it was like this, this, this big yellow, look like a big yellow sock that you hang. Yeah. And I put mine out, Becky, nobody came, nobody came, not a one thing. And I finally got tired of looking at the yellow socks. I you need to put out hummingbird food and, and I'm sure you see okay. hummingbirds in Arizona. Yes, I do see That's your bird. Okay. That's, yeah. That's, you were probably appealing to wild birds and I don't know what kind of wild birds you have. In I Arizona. think she's in her backyard. She lives in a different part of town, but her backyard, she's known for like, not, um, not turtle doves, but the loving birds or these little oh. peachy head bird. Anyway, they, yeah. I don't have those. I live in a different area of town and I just don't think, but you're right. Like, yeah. I, I am going to, I'm going to go on Amazon after this and buy a hum, hummingbird Do feeder. Do it. You're Isn't so it? lucky. You can probably have them year round in our here <laughs> in the winter. So they, they're gone. Mm-hmm. All right. So when God called you, there was this statement he said to you about um, following him, he said this statement, you will do it without applause or affirmation and you will do it when no one seems to get it. Uh 
What was that like for you to be like, you're not going to get affirmation. No one's going to see it. Yeah. What does that mean? And why would God doesn't sound very kind? No, I think he wanted me to just do it out of obedience and not for applause, not for, because I was making good money, you know, I, financially it felt really good to be successful and I had people that worked for me and I just, I loved the interaction with customers. And I, and I knew initially they weren't going to get this new thing because here I am trying to be an artist <laughs> when I was a jewelry, you know, it was a shift in direction. Mm -hmm. and so, and I think for me, I, I like affirmation. I like, I like people saying, that's great. You did a good job. And then buy my stuff. And it just makes you feel good. Right. Yeah. He wanted me to lean in on him and trust him and just do it because he told me to not for any other reason. And because of that, there would be fruit. Maybe I wouldn't see it right away, you know, like, but the seeds were being planted and I was just yeah. following through with what he asked me to do. So yeah. <clears throat> I think some, I'm learning something from you of like how wildly obedient you are. Do you ever get to this point now? Cause it sounds like God keeps you know, uh -huh. you said something and you do it and then it's, you take that, he takes, takes that away. And then there's the yeah. next thing. Do you ever get like, why am I going to start something new? If you're just going to take it away? I'm just asking the honest question. Yeah, I know <laughs> <laughs> I, it's true, but I, I feel like, okay. So there's a, there's a, a story in my book called the faithful list. And it's about how faithful God's been um, to me. And that I kind of keep like a, a tally of all the things he's done, like answered prayer, unanswered prayer, actually, too, that worked out beautifully. Oh, gosh, ice coming off my roof. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. So for me, he has shown up so many times in my life, and he is so faithful that I just have this enormous faith in him. I just trust he's trustworthy. So whenever he asks me to step back or lay it down, I know maybe I put it too much importance in it. Maybe it became an idol. Maybe it became something unhealthy. I got out of balance, which is really easily for me to do. Mm -hmm. Really easy for me to do. And so I know it's for my good. <clears throat> and he's preparing me for something even better because that's how good our God is. He's just good. He's faithful. Mm -hmm. So can I ask the question of when it gets to those moments, though, when he asks you, if you're to step back and just observe your life and kind of like take inventory are you lacking joy in it? Are you stressing? Are you, are there signs? Because to me, idolatry, there's signs when I have an idol, I'm uh -huh. stressed out. I'm trying to hold uh -huh. it. I'm trying to like, I'm not yeah. actually getting joy anymore from it. I'm, I'm yeah. actually an over-invested in it. Would you say those are the marks of things that happen? Because in my mind, I'm like, or are you absolutely loving it? You're flying on high nine and like, uh -huh. this is the best thing. And then God takes it away. Cause that doesn't sound yeah. okay. Yeah. I definitely was <clears throat> both times that he asked me to lay it down. It was becoming something I had to do instead of something I wanted there it to is. do. Yep. Ding, ding. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. That's, that is a mark you guys. That's for anyone. And no matter what you're doing, yeah. whether it's like you're, you're doing the whole 30 and started out, you enjoyed it, but now it feels like uh -huh. <laughs> laborsome and you feel yeah. chained to it and you feel like you're measuring it and whatever it just becomes. I love that about God. I love uh -huh. that idolatry is so obviously uh -huh. death, uh -huh. right? Yeah. Like he says it in Deuteronomy, choose life, death. I put it before you and yeah. life. I find, and then maybe it's just part of the artistry in you, but the mm -hmm. the uh, 
a risk taking and trying new things actually mm-hmm. is speaks to me in mm-hmm. a creative way. Cause if mm-hmm. I've done it before and I'm still doing it, the kind of the artistry in me kind of goes away. Uh-huh. That's why I tend to be a person that creates, gets it going. And then I can pass it off onto someone else that goes, Oh, I love being the technician of this. I love uh-huh. doing whatever, you know, the day-to-day of it. So I don't know if that resonates with you at all. Yeah. I love, um, I don't know how people can paint the same thing over and over again. Like, you know, some, some artists, they just, they find their name. They love it. Yeah. And it's I'm meditative. wondering if, if for them, it's just what's worked and what's been successful. And so they're kind of trapped in that, like imprisoned in that a little bit. <laughs> because I can't imagine painting the same bouquet, just a teeny tiny bit different over and over and over again, unless it just like filled me with joy. And I don't, I don't like to repeat things over and over. I and think- that's what this last time was. It was repeating things with the painting. Yeah. Of the- so, so could, yeah. could you look at me? I'm, I'm going <laughs> to, I'm redesigning your business. <laughs> So maybe next time you just oversee it and you create ideas and you have apprentices who do like, Oh man, would that be lovely? (laughs) Anything's possible with the Lord. I'm, I can't help it. I scale everything out like bigger. Like what could you do with this? But I've never figured out how to scale this out. I've tried. I don't know how to do it. (laughs) Oh, come to me. I will help you. Are you kidding? That's what revelation wellness. Look, that's how revelation wellness started. I was one me teaching in my one little gym. And I'm like, there are many people in the world that need this. How do I make this available to everyone across? So anyways, well, that was good to hear because I think some people might hear it like, oh gosh, God takes away good things. No, yeah. he only takes away good things that become our God things. Right. He, he'll take that away. He'll go, I yeah. love you too much to give you less than my fullness of me. Mm-hmm. So, so what's up next for you? I know you said you're in a liminal space, but what do you think's next? I'm praying about another box, which feels a little bit disobedient because I said I was going to lay the the cuffs down, but, um, I don't think it is disobedient (laughs) because it keeps coming back to me and back to me. There you go. I have, um, thousands of pieces of leather left. I have such inventory and I just feel like it's, I want to be a good steward of what I've put this money into and like what mm-hmm. he's given me. So I feel like I'm, I'm not quite finished yet, but it's going to look different. It's mm-hmm. going to, um, instead of all of them being so laborious and hand painted, they're going to just be, um, like one word. And then there's going to be a candle, which we just created a candle line. And then, um, there's going to be prompts. Oh, I love that. A creative prompt, an exercise prompt, because there I think go. the two work together, I think in order yes, to, do mind, body, and spirit, you know, mm-hmm. and, um, I'm excited. There'll be like a little devotional letter with a, a theme, like, a, a word that we're s- supposed to like really ponder on for like eight weeks. And then there'll be, um, scripture that we memorize. That sounds so, amazing. So know, that's I'm, I'm, different. It's different than what you different. did before. Because before I was doing these, these love letters, um, just a word that the Lord had given me. What I'm hoping is that I will prompt others and that they will get a word and that they will share it with their people. Hmm. And so it'll go, it won't be a love letter from the Lord to me, which I shared with them. It'll be something that I prompt them and the Lord will, the Holy spirit will give them the word and they, they continue to share that. You know what I mean? They create, they, they write, they, they move their body. Amen. What does honey Holden say? Does she think you should do it? (laughs) Of course. Of course. (laughs) We're getting ready to go on a road trip, honey and I. You are? Where are you going? We are. Yeah, we're going down to Round Top, 
Texas. We're doing just a to hang out no, or a speaking a engagement, thing, and I've never done that ever. So we're get jumping in. Oh, a call you'll us. be great. Tell her I said hello. I, I love her. She's she's my. Her. Oh yes, we know each other. We're Instagrammies. We're friends. So, um, yeah. Let her know for sure. Well, I love that. She's going to light your fire to say, keep going, keep going. Oh, yeah. Okay. And if you just, I'm going to do a, a, um, a sh- like a, what's the word gratuitous. I'm going to put myself in there. Send me a cuff. If you do it, I want to see, oh, I've always, I, know. I have to say cuffs are definitely something I've always been drawn to before cuffs were even that popular. Then they got yeah. really popular for a while because of wonder woman. Oh, I know. Right. That's like, they're powerful. They're like, what would you want your word to be? No, I'd have to think about it. The word's important. If I had a word right now, tender, tender weird. sounds like, like the dating app tinder. (laughs) Yeah. Just tender. It's that whole whole try softer and just softer. Yeah. Maybe my body's just becoming that over time. It's uh, just softer yeah. and it's good. So I feel like the Lord's just reminding me of that all the time right now. It's good. Under. Okay. Well, this is amazing. <laughs> I think you definitely should do it. And especially, especially since honey says you should do it. <laughs> well, she's probably got more cuffs than I do. And that's saying something. Yeah. That's why so. I'm saying. I remember her showing her cuffs like monthly or so often. Oh, She'd yeah. be like, here's this month's cuff. I'm like, wow, that's such a great. And that was before you came through instructor training. Yeah. So oh, yeah. Somehow it was already kind of coming around because I thought it was a brilliant idea. I really did. Uh-huh. And I did think to myself, how does that woman create so many over time? Cause it's such detail. And it was a lot of work. Yeah. <laughs> it was a lot of work. Yeah. Well, then we bless you into a new season where the work is light. The yoke is easy. Amen. It's going to, he wants to do that, but you know, people still need words and people still need to, that the Jewish people call it encoding, like where they wear their hats and their, their seat seats and their shawls. And they got the phylacteries, like they wear their faith, not as a Uh look at me, but it's a reminder everywhere. They have the Methuselahs on the door when you Uh walk in and there's all this, all this continual visual representation of who and what they serve. And so Uh I'm like, we, I I'm never against it, especially for people that are creating okay. unique things. So you're definitely doing that. All right, you guys. All right. We have three f- fun little questions. As you go, we ask these of all okay. our guests. First one, um, favorite way to move your body. Walking. Okay. I absolutely love to walk. I just yeah. do nature back to nature. <laughs> so what will you do on a cold day? What, what, like what happens when you're inside and you can't get out? I have an elliptical machine. There you go. And I do weights. So I'll do the elliptical machine for like 10 minutes and then I get bored. And so then I do weights. So I have like a little circuit that I do. Um, can I ask you, why do you move your body? Um, I think survival mode. Now I'm, I'm turning 50 this year. Mm. And so for me, it helps with depression. It, yes, I, I, struggle, I struggle a little bit with anxiety and depression. And so yeah. I just notice that I feel so much better. So much better if I just make myself do it. And I have to make myself do it. It's never something I want to do, which I want to get to the point (laughs) where I just jump out of bed and run out there to the garage or go on my walk. Yeah. It's survival for me. And um, it also really helps me creatively. That's why those prompts, exercise prompts in there, because I think 
my brain fires whenever I am walking or I just have the best ideas and it's right. And it's worship, you know, you're praising and worshiping and Mm -hmm. it's just, it's just an act of worship back to the Lord. Love that. Love that. Um, your favorite, like if you're going to work out, what are you going to wear? Go. Go ahead. I I roll out of bed. Basically my jammies. There you go. I love I'm not that. cute. I'm not cute at all. That's perfect. <laughs> I've, I've, I think I even a while back, I don't know what I did with it, but I created the pajama workout. Like it's literally roll uh-huh. out of bed, 10 minutes. Here's what you can do. You don't even need to have a bra on. No. <laughs> like just go. <laughs> yeah. I have I actually, because I'm super lazy with the bra thing. I actually have like a band thing that I wear sometimes. It's just yep. like this, I shimmy into it. There you go. Just so I don't have to worry about taking my, that's so lazy. I don't even want to take my shirt off. To put Listen, my <laughs> it's called limbic friction. As much as you can remove the emotional friction from the thing you don't want to do, do it, whatever you got to do. I love um, and then coffee, tea, or kombucha. What's your go-to coffee? Coffee, love, girl. Coffee. love it. I like tea though too. Not kombucha. I like tea. I like tea with a little bit of oat milk in it. Mm. It's a good time. Oh. Good time right there. But I, I like I'm chai probably, oh, chai tea. Chai. Oh, now you're talking my language. If I'm gonna yeah, that's real good. <laughs> but I'm a kombucha girl. Hands down. Kombucha. It, it upsets my stomach. I don't really? know. Probiotics heard... and I don't agree. <laughs> well, sometimes yeah. I've heard sometimes they say it's because your body's like has to go to war to get the probiotics in. I don't know, it's but I, I understand. I really need it. Yeah, <laughs> that's why my body doesn't like it. <laughs> well. All right, you guys. Well, go follow Becky on Instagram at Farm Girl Paints. Her beauty is being made over there. I don't know daily, but often. So check <laughs> it out over there. Keep your eyes open for love letters. I think that's going to be amazing as it returns. And you can go get her book right now. Probably Amazon, right? Yeah. Or you can come to my website, farmgirlpaints.com. Farmgirlpaints.com or on Amazon, seeing God in the sweet, ordinary. It's lovely. Becky, thank you for being here with us. We're inspired to go find some beauty. Uh, Thanks for having me. Really appreciate it. Peace. Friends, we hope this episode blessed you. And if you love it as much as we did, would you share it with a friend? And be sure to swipe up on the show notes. You will find all the links mentioned in the episode. Let's keep the conversation going. You can leave us an audio message and tell us how this episode sparked something in your heart. We would love to hear from you and hear what you think. Thank you for being here and be sure to connect with us soon in all the places. Peace.